1: At SLRC, they understand your dream to move. Moving up, moving on, moving your body, moving mountains. SLRC can help you find the focus to define your finish line. As a top 10 run shop in America, they use their 25 years of experience to provide custom shoe fit analysis and offer a premium assortment of footwear and workout essentials. Locally owned, locally operated, SLRC is movement inspired. Visit saltlakerunning.com to schedule your shoe fitting today. Host of Eden Season 2, Episode 2: A New Discovery. Last time on Hose of Eden Season 2, a soldier named Colby Barnhart was severely injured after pursuing someone who had the ability to transfer from one body to the next, leaving the former body dead. Colby had crashed over the side of an embankment and was left for dead. We find ourselves back in the home of Marion and Mason. The President of the United States had established them as a new clandestine branch of the government known as Covenant. With this in mind, he has granted them additional resources that include special forces personnel and access to revenue and weapons. At this time, Mason is outside of the home on the perimeter of the grounds. He's installing security measures such as motion sensors, cameras, and electrical fencing. He is absolutely convinced that threats will emerge, but he doesn't know how, when, or in what form. Now, Dr. Marion is in the basement of the home. She's going through the vast volumes of history as recorded by Abel. She's reflecting on the events that led them to where they are now. She's come to the conclusion that it's very important to continue Abel's effort to document all that they had seen and all that had occurred since the hosts of Eden had arrived on this planet. She's documenting recent events on her computer. She writes the following, Needless to say, I did not choose this fate. It has chosen me. To think that Mason and I have taken on the task of protecting the Genesis device that the world knows as the Ark of the Covenant so that our kind can continue to thrive and survive on this planet? (laughs) Who knew? She's still processing the revelation that all the people on the earth are actually travelers from another world called Eden and that they found the human species who were no different than the animals on the earth to be suitable hosts for their kind. And they made this their home planet because Eden, where they came from, was facing some type of destruction. So the very consciousness within each human is actually a being from another world. Marion again then writes, I wonder what the world would do if they found out that they were all aliens. Well, first, they wouldn't believe it. Then, well, who knows? Then she chuckles to herself. I mean, really? Who's going to believe that the Cain and Abel of the Bible were actually sent here to protect the device that allows the hosts of Eden to continue to come to this planet? And for them to be transferred into the bodies of newborn babies after the body they currently inhabit dies? (laughs) And who would believe that the different personalities within someone who has multiple personality disorder are actually real people or people from Eden who have somehow gotten trapped inside the host with other Edenites? No, I don't think the world is ready for this information quite yet, Marion thinks to herself. After a few moments, Marion gets up from the computer. She starts rummaging through what appear to be scrolls on one of the shelves. She randomly starts going through them, curious to see what she might learn. Her attention is drawn towards an ancient drawing of someone standing next to the Genesis device. They are holding their arm out, and the other hand is being waved above the symbol that is now embedded in Marion's arm. There appears to be a pattern indicated which she duplicates as she waves her arm. Suddenly the symbol inside her arm begins to glow, and a small bubble-like light hovers above her arm. Another one of a different color, only smaller, appears near the first. As she tries to touch them, they move around, much like they do on a Genesis device. She realizes that this is some kind of mini version of the Genesis device that only shows the hosts within a nearby vicinity. The one bubble is her, and the smaller one must be Mason working outside. She can see others, even smaller ones, in the distance that must be members of their security staff. As she experiments with this new discovery, she notices another bubble off in the distance. It's slowly moving towards Mason. Concerned, she picks up her phone and dials Mason's number. But she hears his phone ring and realizes he left it on the kitchen table. Concerned, she looks back at the portable Genesis device on her arm and sees that the smaller bubble is now moving towards Mason very quickly. He's in danger, she thinks. She rushes out the front door and starts screaming Mason's name. Meanwhile, Mason, who had been working on the perimeter of the property, hears something coming towards him in the bushes in the distance. He grabs his sidearm and aims it towards the sound while backing up slowly. "'I know you are out there,' he says. "'Come out where I can see you.' But the noise has now moved to a location about 20 feet to the left of the first noise, and he can see the bushes rustling. He thinks that maybe there's more than one person watching him. He backs away even more. "'This is private property,' he demands. "'I will not hesitate to shoot!' Now the rustling can be heard coming from a completely different location than the first two. Mason is really getting worried now. Suddenly he begins to hear Marion running towards him from around the corner of the barn, yelling his name. When she comes within his sight, he signals her to be quiet and points to the danger in the bushes. She stops cold and looks down at her arm to see if she can determine where the threat might be coming from. She can see the position of herself and Mason, and something that looks like a host off in the distance. But it's not like the symbol she's used to seeing in the Genesis device. It's fading in and out and changing positions. Suddenly the bubble starts to move. It starts racing directly towards them. Mason can see the bushes moving in his direction very quickly. Without hesitation, he fires a single shot. Marion screams. Whatever is coming towards them is not deterred. Mason fires many more shots, emptying his weapon, but whatever it is is still approaching rapidly. Marion runs to Mason, stands in front of him, and braces for whatever it is with her arm out in front of her, as if to stop whatever it is that was approaching. Just in that moment, as whatever it is reaches their location, Marion feels a strange sensation welling up within her. Suddenly, a large burst of energy blasts from her extended arm and sends a shockwave in the direction of the intruder. The trees and the bushes are blown backwards as they can hear a loud shriek that they did not recognize. Then, everything goes quiet. The two stand there for a few minutes and eventually decide that the threat is gone. Marion verifies this by calling up the portable Genesis on her arm. She only sees the two of them. What in the world is that? He says. Marion looks up at him proudly. Just a little something I figured out. Mason then asks, And what about that blast thingy you just did? Marion looks at him confused. I have no freaking idea. The two then proceed to slowly inspect the bushes and surrounding area. There's no sign of the intruder, no footprints, no sign that anyone or anything was there. Mason asks, what in the world could move that fast and not leave any trace? Marion is just as confused. She says, I've never seen... Before she can finish, Marion is interrupted by the vibration of her mobile phone. She looks at the screen of her phone where there's a familiar message. All it says is Edith Keeler must die. Next time on Hosts of Eden Season 2, Marion and Mason are called in by the President of the United States to see if they can save Special Agent Colby Barnhart. They have limited time and very few options, but an unlikely solution presents itself at the last minute. What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com.